which may cause irrational excitement. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It is your boy Niners Sickness with another episode of the Boys Talking 49er Football. I got my uh, my boys on the side. We got Mr. Peter and Brandon. How are you guys doing tonight? Good, brother. I am. Yes. After that victory, I'm still I'm still coming down from the high of that uh man of that Philadelphia Eagles pack that we just smoked. Like, I mean, it was just, that was just a wild, that was a wild game. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. What a game. What a statement, right? What a statement that the 49ers put out there. It's one thing to talk some shit. It's one thing to to do your uh, shit talking. But you got to back it up. The way I grew up in, 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 uh, in school is, hey, everybody talks their shit. But are you going to back it up? Or are you going to get slapped? You know, and uh, the Niners went in there, and I love the attitude, guys. They were wearing all black, going to a funeral, all right, representing that we're going to kick your ass. Then they walked right through the warm-ups of the Eagles on the field, showing that we are not intimidated whatsoever by you guys. And then they put the nails in the coffin with a 42 to 19 victory. Now, the first quarter, I don't know about you guys, and we're going to say hi to everybody in the comments in a minute. I don't know about you guys, but that first quarter, I'm like, oh, crap. (laughs) What is Kyle going to do? Because we are struggling. Uh, The first quarter, and Kyle went into his bag, did his adjustments, and the rest is history. Brandon, I'll start with you, buddy. When you saw that first quarter take place, two, three and outs, the way that the, that they were dominating the Eagles, both sides of the ball, defense and offense, what went through your mind? Um, basically was wondering what the fuck we were doing. Um, you know, like the way we started out is usually not how we start out. Um, I was like, oh, this is going to be a long game. Um, but they fully with us kind of struggling in the beginning, um, the defense kind of like was there, stopped the Eagles only gave them, gave up six points, which was good instead of 14, because it would have been a different story if we were down 14 to zero in the first quarter. Um, so, I mean, I think. I'm not going to lie. I think Purdy was a little nervous going into this game. Um, and then he finally calmed down and, and just started doing what he does best. And that's dominating the, the opposing team defense. Yep, yep, yep. Absolutely. What about you, Pete? Mm-hmm. What, what went through your uh, veins in that first uh, quarter? My, my first uh, instinct was to say, what are you doing, Kyle? CMC doesn't touch the ball in the first two series like that. That what are we? What are we doing? Okay. Like uh, we're going the first two plays of the game. We're going empty. What are we doing? <laughs> like uh, I don't. I didn't understand. And once again, it looked like Kyle was uh, once again just trying to zig when everybody thought he was going to zag, and I just didn't get it. Like uh, and then. The flood getting in the third uh, the third drive happened. Luckily for the the 49ers, that defense showed up and played a little bend but don't break. Uh, they only allowed six points and and then the rest is uh, the rest is history. Like I mean, after that, it was just a full time jack move. Like uh, throughout that whole game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're going to get in more into the game. We're going to break it down. We're going to give you our thoughts and opinion of the game. But before we get started, let me go ahead and acknowledge some of 
the fans and <laughs> the viewers in the chat. We got Jimmy Perez in the house. What's up, Jimmy? We got Philly special cards in the house. What's up? Welcome. We got Daniel Burry Sports in the house. What's up, Daniel? We got we got royalty. We got Jayla in the house. What's up, Jayla? Welcome, welcome. Welcome, Jayla. We got Don in the house. What's up, Don? Welcome, welcome to the show. We got Daniel Cantu in La Casa. What's up, Daniel? We got Ismael Ortiz in the house. What's up, Ismael? We got, oh my goodness, I am going to butcher your, I'm going to put it, if anybody can read this name, please, I'm going to butcher it. What are we looking at yeah. here? Anybody can read it? Shaji? 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 Yeah. Something like that. Shaggy. If we if, if I butchered it, you oh, I apologize. Um I was not gutsy enough to try to say it. But welcome, yeah. welcome to the show. We got uh Dina in the house. We got royalty. Well, welcome, welcome. And we got Brad Lodge in the house. What's up, Brad? Senior Brad's in the house. What's up, brother? Good to see you. So, guys, the whole week. There was anticipation. The players have circled this game on their calendar. All the things that have been going on from last year's NFC Championship game. If the Niners had a quarterback, what would it have been? All this trash talk back and forth. It carried on to the offseason. It carried on to the season. We finally got to play the Eagles in their house. And what a statement that the Niners made. With this beatdown, are the Niners arguably the best team in the NFL right now? Pete. I mean, is that really a question? I <laughs> like, uh, they are They are obviously the, the best team in the NFL. Like, I mean, I just don't think that it's uh, – and, you know, we've been saying – Niners fans have been saying this for a minute – is that the 49ers had the best roster in the league. It was about Kyle putting it all together and and basically just coming up and just not being not outsmarting himself. And I think he has finally found the identity of this team and they're in a rhythm. They're executing. They always start off kind of rough, but they started off hot and they got and then they got a little off kilter in the in the middle of the season this this year but but for the most part i mean this team after it came out of the bye that it's just it's just running on all cylinders and there's i just don't see any team that can really just match up i agree i agree uh brandon um after this beatdown it wasn't just a we went in there and we won you know it wasn't that the Eagles had mistakes. It's not like they turned over the ball. It's not like the ball fell out of uh, Hertz's hand. They were turned over. This was a matchup pretty much mm -hmm. clean on both. It was your dog against my dog, per se, unless you was the best dog in the fight. Both teams played their best football, and it wasn't even close. Are we arguably the team to beat this year? Brandon. Yes, we are. Uh, records don't matter. You saw that on Sunday. Niners are the better team all around. We are number one in everything in the offensive uh, play calling, uh, defense, everything. Like, I mean, you hear it, everybody talking about it in the media um, past two days. The Niners are the best team in the NFL right now. Point blank and, and period. Like, just put some respect on our name now. Straight up. Because, honestly, after this week, I'm hoping the Cowboys win against the Eagles. That number one seed is going to be ours. Just wait. Yeah, the Niners uh, will be uh, hosting the Seattle Seahawks uh, this Sunday. 
And I believe they're 10 and a half point favorites at home over Seattle. Then you got mm-hmm. um, the Rams who kind of, I'm not going to speak too much of the Rams. We all hate the Rams, but they are part of the division. They're creeping up <laughs> over Seattle. Everybody thought Niners in Seattle, right? Niners in Seattle. And the uh, listen, I don't like the Rams, can't stand the Rams, but I'll give credit where credit is due. What Sean McVay is doing with pretty much nobodies. I mean, if outside of Matthew Stafford and Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup, I don't. I bet you none of us can know all the all the names of those young kids. And for them to be six and six uh, this year, I have to give them uh, props. It doesn't matter though; they're going to get hurt, they're going to get killed. But Seattle. If, especially if they lose, and no, forget especially, when they lose against us on Sunday, they're going to have their backs against the wall. They're going to have mm-hmm. to win, right? So now you got Philly taking on the Cowboys in Dallas, where Dallas have been lost, and I think 17 consecutive times at home or 14. They're playing good football right mm-hmm. now. Dak's playing MVP football, they say. If they take an out there, then they got to go to Seattle the following week and play a desperate, really have nothing to lose Seattle in Seattle. That can vote a lot for the Niners. Now, we have, uh, like I said, we have um, Seahawks, then I believe the Cardinals, and then the Ravens, and then the Commanders, and then I believe the Rams at the end, right? Uh, let yeah. me know if I'm missing yes. out on a team. Out of those teams, I'm 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 assuming my opinion. I want to know if you guys agree or not. The Ravens are probably the ones that can bring the most challenge to us. But yeah, we're not playing really them so. in Baltimore. We're playing them in Santa Clara. And okay, I don't think the Ravens are as good as people think they are. I think they're they're great, but I don't think they're good. Does the Ravens scare you, Pete? Whatsoever the way this uh, Niners are playing right now, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Lamar Jackson always scares me. Like I mean, okay, it's it 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 is what it is. Like uh, I know that we just held Jalen Hurts to 20 yards rushing. I get it that uh, that we kept him for the most part in the pocket, like uh, from from like really running around, but. Uh, I'm more uh, not necessarily afraid of their defense, but they get a lot of pressure. They get a lot of pressure. And if Kyle doesn't call this game, uh, if he he doesn't have a a good enough game plan in going in and he starts trying the whole zig zig and zag stuff, it, it could end badly. And so I think it just depends on, yeah, it's just, it's really, I think all of the games from here on out depend on what Ky- on what Kyle and on Kyle just keeping it simple and knowing that he has the best players on the field and and planning accordingly. Uh, that's 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 what I feel like. I but they do they're they're a good team. I'm not gonna say I think that they're uh, I don't think that they can necessarily match up like uh, on offense. It's really just Lamar because they're receivers. They have no receivers. But uh, but they still got Lamar. So no, they do. They definitely have, and he's a he's a more mobile quarterback than Jalen Hurts, obviously. But mm-hmm. I like the defense that I seen against the Eagles. The way mm-hmm. that front four came as a unit, none of them were being selfish. None of them were just trying to get sacks on their own. They came as a unit. They were putting more pressure. They weren't worried about sacks, in my opinion. They were worried about putting pressure and containing Jalen Hurts in the pocket, not letting him escape to the outside. Who won our... uh, uh, Did anybody get the the, the sack thing right? Uh, I got to look at the... I got to look at where I wrote it down. Uh, That's a good question. Who won... The sacks. I remember because I, I picked two. I think they got three. They got three. What'd you pick, Brandon? Do you remember? 
I think I picked. I think I picked four. Because yeah, I know what I picked. Yeah. You didn't pick three. Did you? Ask Brandon. He was on the show. Okay. <laughs> don't be. Hey, don't be hating. <laughs> don't be hating. Hey, it's on video. It's. I can't. Okay. You know. It's on video. No, I. I don't know where I picked. Maybe I picked one. I don't know. I. I I'm hoping in three. I'm sticking with it. If it ain't true, Peter made me lie. Um, no, I, no, he did. Not that serious. No, of course not. But hey, hey, <laughs> I, I, I want to proceed with this because, you know, it's three of us doing the show, and we have the viewers, and if the viewers want to uh, participate with each other, but I would love to continue to do challenges between us three. Like, okay, how, who's gonna have the, yeah. you know, like, like we're gonna talk about later on the game that we're facing the um, Seattle. And then I'm going to keep this in record, and it's on video, to see out of us three who gets more of them right. And it's a pride thing. Nothing wrong with it. It's a machismo, yeah. fun pride. I'm a better man. Like, like, like the name that I use for our picks. Who's the last man standing, right? But it's all within fun. Yep. We got my niece in the house. What's up, Ma Lopez? Welcome. Welcome. Okay. Uh... So, Brandon, yes, Brandon, sir. Brandon, Brandon, they could not stop the run when we were running towards big silverback Trent Williams. <clears throat> that dude was like a freight train opening. He was like Moses departing the Red Sea. And uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey was running all over the place. What, which player offensively impressed you? In this game, besides Debo, Debo's obviously the three, you know. But besides Debo, which player impressed you offensive, off on the offensive side? And then, well, Pete, you can go next, and then we'll switch over to the defense. But which player impressed you, Brandon, in the offense besides Debo? All right, I'm gonna have to say, Juwan motherfucking Jennings, my boy. That's a good one, baby. Left arm good guy one. broke some tackles. Ran in for that touchdown. Uh, that was a beauty, man. Like he he just didn't get that th uh, first down conversion. He got six points out of it, and you know Tim coming in when he did and making that kind of play against a top team per se. Um, he looked freaking phenomenal on Sunday. So that, that's my pick, Jawan Jennings. Real quick, I just want to say hello to Ariel and Jayla Cubo. Uh, I hear you, bro. I hear you. Joanne Jennings has been a four. He was, bro, number 39. Did not know what was up or down against Joanne Jennings. Mm -hmm. And what a way to exploit that from Kyle, man. Kyle has been doing some good shit. And I, I love it, bro. I love it. We have offensive pieces. Defensive pieces, special teams played well, and then we have one heck of a play caller. I am fired. I honestly, I think the worst team we can face this year is the injury team. If we can remain healthy, and I understand sometimes it's hard because of the style of the way we play, but I'm gonna be honest. It's kind of mixed emotion, guys, because I never really liked bu bullies in school. I hate bullies. Okay, I don't like bullies, you know, bullying people. I used to always get in fights because I couldn't stand bullies picking up on, on the smaller kids. But, but the persona that the Niners are getting out there in social media is that they are bullies. That there's no team out there that can out-physical the San Francisco 49ers. Cowboys can do it. And the closest team that people were chirping was if anybody can max that, you know, or, or compete with the Niners in that category are the Philadelphia Eagles. They found out that they cannot match that intensity. The way the Niners are playing so physical, in a way I love it, but in a way I don't because I don't want injuries. But you got to let your players play. The physicality is strong. As 
First, Pete, do you love it that they're considered the bullies of the NFL right now? I want your response to that. Second question is, are you worried because we're so physical that we can lose a player at any given moment? Uh, first off, I had been calling them fine- they I had been calling them a finesse team. Like I feel like that they had been losing their identity uh, just because I they remember. weren't running the ball as much. They were not running the ball as much, and I thought that that was really what made them a physical team was the fact that they were they were we were used to them running the ball thirty plus times a game, and they would just wear teams down. But they've just flipped, they've just changed the way to be physical. Now they have a quarterback that can get it to their other physical receivers, and now they're just beating up secondaries instead of beating up the. Uh, beating up, beating up uh, people up in the trenches. So they're absolutely they're ab- our receivers are absolutely bullies. Kittle, Debo, even Ayuk. Ayuk uh has been getting very physical with uh with other I don't see any cornerbacks that uh that can that can guard him or uh, or uh like uh or cut, like I mean just they don't even want to tackle and that was something that I said on our last show was that I knew that this Eagles secondary was soft and that they did they did not want to tackle. And that and that's exactly what happened. Like Debo just ran right over them. Uh Kittle ran right over them, dragging them for yards. Jennings was dragging them for yards. Uh even though Ayuk didn't get a touchdown, he was dragging them for yards. Like uh it, it was just a it was just they just as a group they just overpowered them. Absolutely, and I remember you uh, sharing your concerns with me, Pete, when we talked off camera. That you know, even though they were beating, they were five and zero prior to the first loss in Cleveland. That even though we were five and zero, we were, you know playing good football. We were not that dominant, uh, fierce mm-hmm. defense that just suffocates opposing uh, offenses, right? We were like, yep. kind of like pushing the envelope, but we were not crossing the threshold. Uh, and we talked about that, like, man, the Niners are getting, but they're not getting home. When we added Chase Young and made the proper adjustment by moving every Thomas, and let's give every Thomas his flowers. Thomas. Give yeah, him his promise. flowers. The guy has been freaking balling. And then mm-hmm. Lenore, ooh-wee. Booyah! With that hit. He's just, that big yeah, hit. he's just caving people's chests in. With that hit, bro, yeah. and standing there, telling Hufanga, this was for you. I love it. The fact that, that this community, that, that how these players love each other. But moving them the way they did and bringing Chase Young, Brandon, this defense has now come back to the defense that we all know and love. That ferocious, mm-hmm. smothering, can breathe, can get away from these players type of defense. What, in your mind, can anybody stop this defense? And for those that wanted uh, Steve Wilkes to be fired, you're moron. You yeah. <laughs> So go ahead. Yeah, exactly. Um, To be honest with you, I really don't think so. Um, I feel like we were able to stop Jalen Hurts when he ran outside a lot, um, contained him um, very well uh, compared to what we have in the past uh, because we all know that 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 was our struggle as mobile quarterbacks. just dude, just looking from the front the front seven to our D backs. Um, dude, for we're playing lights out, man. Like this defense has looked way better. Uh even better than the twenty nineteen defense. I'm gonna just put it that way. Like I'm impressed. I'm not worried when we go into games like this. Um after adding Chase Young, this you could tell that this defense has just turned the page and and just clicked. So I mean, every week from here till the end of the season and going into playoffs, 
I look forward to seeing our, our boys fucking dominate on that side of the ball. Absolutely. I love it. I love hey, it. Do you mind do you Go mind on. me uh answering that the the Arredondo uh Joey or uh oh, bro, this Joey's, is our show uh, our, this is our show, bro. No way. Yeah, Go for it. We're we're saying that we're pounding the rock. That we're not pounding the rock compared to what we were but compared to what we were doing prior to this season. That like uh that this season we're not averaging nearly as many carries. I mean, CMC only had uh what did he what did he had? He had 17 carries in this game. And like I think they had total, total everybody, including Debo, including Elijah Mitchell, including Jordan Mason getting a couple of carries, including Brock Purdy getting a couple of runs and a Sam Darnold rush. They had total 28 carries. 20 rush attempts. <laughs> like uh they 30 30 was the benchmark like uh last year. Uh during the three during the three games where uh that the 49ers lost, they averaged 17 17 carries total for all three games. So they are not pounding the rock. They are I think Kyle has done a uh, a better job of making the offense more balanced and the physicality is coming from from more from the receivers this year than it is that it necessarily is from the running game i think that kyle now that he has a quarterback he's just more balanced uh with the attack and like uh and now that i'm now that i watch the game against the eagles again i'm okay with it as long as as long as they they've got they still can't get away from the run i like the fact that they literally had one more carry total than they had in pass attempts so that's balance doesn't get more balanced than that yeah absolutely i love what uh i love the way kyle made the adjustments from that first quarter uh going into the second quarter uh i love seeing uh brock and shotgun uh then under under center um I love the adjustment they made, and you're right. We're we're, not, we're balanced. We're very balanced offensive line. Um, some people may disagree with me. That's fine. Uh, but I think this team is as good, if not potentially, be better than the 1994 team. I want to get your guys' thought. Start with Brandon, then then your thought, um, Pete. Is this? Is it me? Or am I just? you know, blowing air out of my left cheek? Or do you guys feel that this is, this team is good or close enough no to the mommies. 1994? No mommies. No mommies. No mommies. Good, Brandon. You want Brandon. to go first? Yes, sir. Go ahead, Pete. Oh, okay. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Brandon. that. Go ahead, Brandon. He's like, go ahead, Pete. Orale, pues. I would say like uh then the 94 squad like yes, sir. Uh, I was I was in high school when uh, in 94 I'm that old <laughs> and it was I think that this team is more explosive I think if you go down the roster it feels really weird saying because Jerry Rice was on that squad like <laughs> uh but and that squad was loaded on offense but I would take CMC over over Ricky Waters I would take uh I would take preach uh, it. I would take Ayuk over John Taylor. That it's close, but I I think uh I would take him over John Taylor. Um I would definitely take Kittle over Brent Jones. And I mean, and the offensive line like uh, they had a really small offensive line back then. Uh and it was it was all built around the West Coast offense and getting the ball out quick. Like uh, so, uh, I don't know that I would take. I would take Trent Williams over anybody we, any offensive lineman we had back then. You would, and uh, I would. Oh, I said okay. I would. I was like, what? Yeah, don't be putting uh, that out there. No, no, no. That's <laughs> what I wanted to clarify. I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, that is the correct yeah. answer. And I mean, Steve Young. I right now, I would take Steve Young over Brock Purdy, but, but I mean. Brock Purdy is putting up like great numbers, so I mean it's it's a close. It's almost preach like a it, wash. baby. Tell the truth, preach so, it, baby. Like, 
I mean, so yeah, I, I think I would take this this offense. I, I I would have to take this off, and I feel like they have a better play caller. I think Kyle is a is an amazing play caller. Uh, I think that's a better. They have a better offensive coordinator than uh, than uh, than the '94 squad did. Who was the play? They caller? just over. They just overpowered people. Who was the play caller? They just had so much talent that they were just. Uh, I mean, it. Oh, I'm not. Was it McCarthy? No, it wasn't McCarthy. No, 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 oh, no, not in '94. Yeah, not, not McCarthy was, was 2005. Uh. Who was it? Rhodes? It's right it's right on the tip of no Ray Rhodes was no, Rhodes a defense. defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh was it the guy from ooh. the Vikings? The one that said, uh, we knew who they were. We crowned their ass. Dennis oh, Gr- Denny uh, Green? Danny Green, yeah. Ah I got now I got it. See, now you, now I gotta look it up. It's okay. I didn't mean to throw your curveball, but because only because right. you mentioned But yeah, I would take Kyle. them. You know what I mean, and I, I know we were. I know you were not referring to Seifert because he's defensive mind coach. So I know you were heading. In a, so now I'm like, who was the coordinator uh, of the Niners uh, back then? That's good. Oh, it was, it was Shanahan. Mike Shanahan. It, yeah, it was Mike Shanahan. In '94. No, yeah. Yep. Okay, I thought he was in the Joe Montana. Okay. <laughs> we're trying to figure out who's the one you compare with, Kyle. Oh shit. His dad. Yeah, sorry. His daddy. Well, <laughs> I'd still take Mike, Mike I would still take Shanny over Mike. Yeah. I, you know what? I would too. I would too. I know somebody that Brandon knows that don't like Shanny. There's a bunch of people that don't like Shanny. I, I I mean <laughs> I didn't say the name. I see the potential. I love Dion, I, and I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, uh, but, uh, but like, I just love the potential of Shanny. If he can ever just put it all together and understand, be confident, just be confident in what he's calling. I think he gets wishy washies from time to time, and like, uh, and yeah. And so, but but I think once it clicks, and I think now that he has a quarterback that he can trust in. I think that he's gonna get. He's he's right there. He's right on the cusp. I like it. Go ahead and add your shit, Brandon. What's up? add to it, brother? Are we as good or better, or is it just air leaking out of my left culo uh, when it comes to the '94 team? So, because uh, I was barely one years old during that time, God, both um, of you guys, I was in college. Both of you guys are making me feel young. Oh, I was a one. So I'm just gonna agree with Pete. <laughs> That's now I know why he told you to go first, so we can say yeah. I agree with Pete. Smart move, there, Brandon. <laughs> Smart move. I didn't realize you were one. I keep forgetting. Uh, because you look so old. Just kidding. I, wow, I, I, thanks. <laughs> I'm asking yeah. with you, brother. You look good. Yeah, I know you see a little bit of gray, but damn, bro, I'm barely thirty. Hey, bro, for fifty-four, I don't have a lot of gray. Yeah. Uh, in there yet and then people are like well that's what you're shaved somebody had told me that i couldn't grow my hair i'm nothing against bald people but i said no 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 this boy is bald because he wants to be because i ain't paying no 40 dollars. how much okay real quick brandon i have to get off the rails here brandon how much you pay for the we talked about this a few weeks ago you were getting you were on your way to get a haircut and i asked because i've been bald shaving my own head for almost 30 years because uh, I, I just wanted to be bald. Um, Brandon, how much did you pay for your haircut? I paid 35 $35 for a haircut. Now, you might say, well, what, you know, those that get haircuts today are like, yeah. I'm talking about the last time I got a haircut, I paid like 10 bucks. Yeah. You know. Well, that was what mine was. Yeah. yeah. So it's, that's uh, why I'm like 35. Oh, I remember women play that much because they would get a shampoo and they would dye their hair and, you know, the whole beauty salon thing. But for men yeah. to go in there and just that's, get a haircut. So that's just with like my barber, but these other barbers, they charge like $50. Yeah. See, that is crazy. I mean, this inflation, is why. Inflation. Yeah. Mm. I stay bald. Cost of living, bro. No. And, and I, hey, and all respect. To all barbers, if you're a barber, 
do your thing, man. You guys are amazing. And I like, like you said, inflation, you got to pay your bills. I'm not trying to knock nobody down. I'm just saying I was paying $10 and I got a lollipop at that mm-hmm. time. Uh, they don't, do they even give lollipops now? Uh, some good meal. Uh, no. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I threw that curveball. Both of you guys struck out. Yeah, uh, I love no it. No idea. <laughs> I don't go. My wife takes my son to the to the barber. Oh, you don't? I don't take him. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's six. He's like, oh, he's I'm six? good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you, okay, okay. So you're kind of late to the ground. Okay, I See, you're not going to be a grandpa until a long time then. Good for oh, you. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, I'm Hopefully, only a grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, okay, we'll leave it at that. So, yeah, we go into Philadelphia, guys, and we put a 42-burger on them. Uh, we control the line of scrimmage on both sides. Somebody earlier, and I don't remember who, and I'm not going to find the comment because I got to go through a lot of them. So just bear with me. You know who you are. Mention, and I agree, that the Niners exposed the Eagles for the frauds they are this year. They're not the same team as last year. They're not playing good football. They're playing okay football. They're winning, they're finding ways to win games. And hey, they are 10 and 2. I'm not taking nothing away from that. They are 10 and 2 for a reason. But they won close games and they were barely getting by until they met the bad big wolf and just got destroyed. And uh, I don't know if you guys seen it, the picture of uh, uh, Brandon Graham said, I love that we got beat this way because we're going to find out who we truly are. Do you guys agree with that statement? you think the Eagles will take this uh, ass kicking and realize, you know what? We were riding high, barely winning. This is a true wake-up call, and we got to figure this shit out because if we don't, we're going to be in trouble, Brandon. Um. Yeah, I think so. I think um, I'm not even gonna lie. I think I think they might lose back-to-back games and uh, lose against the Cowboys this weekend, um, just because they got star uh, starstruck by the Niners. Um, and like you said, Beto, this team's not as good as they were last year, and the fact that they keep getting talked about like they're the best team is just beyond me especially after this game too they're still talking like as if they're the best team um only half of the media says oh yeah the niners are the best team but like it's it's just crazy dude because i mean you really think about it dude they're straight trash i'm not even gonna lie like all due respect. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but I hear All due respect. Their defense, <laughs> defense is trash, bro. Hey, am I getting a sense of bipolarism here with uh, with Brandon? Because they're trash with all due respect. I'm like, you just yeah, call them trash, respect. bro. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm You're a polite straight. trash talker, bro. Be honest. Just being honest. Yeah. I hear you, bro. I hear you. Come on, you can admit their defense isn't good. Their defense is not good. Their yeah, their defense. I I look at their defense and they um, they're completely dependent on their defensive line. If their defensive line gets pressure, then they're then they're fine. Like, uh, but if their defensive line doesn't doesn't get to the quarterback, it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a long day because exactly. they don't have the depth that they had last year. No, they don't. Line. Especially in that linebacker. And listen. They signed, um, uh, what's his name? The linebacker. She killed Leonard. Leonard. But let's be honest, okay? They signed him for the league minimum. Yeah, he washed. Okay. He's He's just, and and when I say he's washed, it shouldn't even talk about people like that. Like uh, they, but the the reality is, is he's got back issues. Is that your way of saying, with all due respect, Peter? 
Exactly. He's not in exactly. anymore. With all due respect, you washed. Okay. Oh, like, uh, so, I mean, with all due respect, and put some Thermacare back uh, back pads <laughs> on, and just and just take the year off. Like, uh, with all due respect, just retire. Just retire. Yeah, Listen, exactly. <laughs> you don't get. You don't get. You know, you don't get uh, paid just league minimum if you're still a force of nature. And not only that, but the Colts are, I think, I forgot how that, they owe him a lot of money, for, or they're going to pay a lot of money for cutting him. You don't cut someone and pay that money if the player's still valuable at all. Now, we know that the Eagles are desperate at linebacking core. They're, they're just, after the way they were running in circles, with our guys in the middle, they had to make a desperate move. Now I've heard, well, they beat the you know the Cowboys. They 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 you know the Cowboys didn't have a chance. They they beat them. They took him away from the Cowboys. They, hello, he signed for league minimum. What did the Eagles offer them a dollar more? In other words, he went to Dallas. Dallas was not going to give him any because if Dallas really wanted him. That he would have never left the building. I mean, he, league minimum, right? Yeah. So you give him a little bit more of that. That that tells you that Dallas would have gotten the fact that he left Dallas and only signed for the league minimum to the Eagles is because the Eagles right now are more desperate than the Cowboys in that position, and they needed anything to help them uh, do anything. But I don't think he's going to be any type of uh, game changer going forward. I- I really think that his that he chose the Eagles because they have a better chance than the Cowboys. I, I just think that the Cowboys, I mean, as much as we slapped around the Eagles in this game, they're a better team than the Dallas Cowboys, in my opinion. Like, because uh, at the very least, I think that they're they have a better coach. Um, they obviously have an identity, and like just because the 49ers made you look bad, uh, you can't discount that they were ten and one before that, and like uh, they. So, I mean, if you look at it that way, uh, Shaq Leonard just probably went to the the team that he actually thought would contend. I don't think that the Cowboys are going to contend. It's uh, I know that people are trying to push Dak Prescott as the new MVP front runner, uh, but like that's just silliness. Like, I mean, Dak it should Prescott be, it should be Tariq Hill, bro. Ah, come on, bro. I'm still hey dog. Like uh, I I look at it like this: Purdy's got the numbers. The and numbers he is are a there. quarterback. I hear you. But MVP. It's MVP is all MVP. about the numbers, and like uh, so, if if we're talking about the numbers, and I mean, if if you want to go CMC, CMC could should be up the, in the conversation as well. So like, if we're just being honest about MVP, the actual way it's uh, the like the most valuable, then yeah, like I would put Tyreek and uh, CMC should be in the conversation, but I mean. Purdy's on pace to have 4,500 yards passing mm-hmm. yep. uh, and like over 30 touchdowns and like less than 10 interceptions. Like, I mean, so what are like, I mean, that's, that's an MVP season. It's, it's so funny how, you know, Purdy's putting up these numbers and he actually has the lead in these MVP odds, right? After Sunday's Sunday's game. And yeah, um, give me a second. And the Eagles uh, were trying to pad uh, Jalen Hurts' stats too at the end of the game. You see that stuff? Yes, yeah, yeah, I sure did. Have. Yeah, and you know, and you know, you get these like I don't give a shit about what the media says, but you know, you always tune in still to see what what they do have to say. Um, they're like, oh, you know, Purdy's getting these numbers because of the players around him. Um, it's Purdy's throwing these short passes and Debo, Ayuk, and everybody's doing the rest of the work. I'm like, so are these other fucking quarterbacks? Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, freaking Lamar Jackson. Doesn't matter who it is, but they're gonna continue. Yeah, they had the percentage. They yeah. had the percentages gonna... up there, and Purdy had like a lower percentage of yak than like all of the guys mm-hmm. that that won MVP. It, it's yep. uh, yeah. That's a that's a silly argument. Like uh, just because yeah, there is no crazy, MVP that doesn't have good players. Yeah, exactly my point. Exactly my point. Yeah. 
So real quick, let's uh, transition over to, because I did want to bring this up. Uh, Daniel brought it up earlier, and he Me brought too. it up again. Me too. The, the whole green law situation with uh, Dom, the head of security of the Philadelphia Eagles. Listen, his job, this is my opinion. You guys can jump in there. His job is to protect the players from the fans, not players right. from uh, players. Right. He has no business. And I understand he wasn't poking... Uh, Greenlaw, he was just trying to get in between, but it wasn't his job to do that. And this is where people are overlooking, like, well, he wasn't trying to start nothing. Fine, but he put his hands on Greenlaw when he had no business whatsoever, in my opinion, to do that. Now, did Greenlaw go a little bit uh, overboard by trying to sniff his, I don't know what that was. It wasn't a punch. It was kind of like a... yeah, he, he tried just to push kind of him. Brushed his, he brushed his nose. Yeah. <laughs> well, he tried he tried to push him. The the fat fuck fucking's face moves over to the right and gets him in the face. That's what happened. But people are trying to say yeah. that he punched him. That's not what happened. He did. I didn't see no close fi- close fist at all. No, uh, he was, was pointing. Worth- he was pointing at the guy behind him. Mm-hmm. Is what mm-hmm. happened. He was pointing at the guy behind him, but the guy's face got in the way, and like, and yes. he he almost picked the guy's nose. Exactly, and, like, like, and they were making a big deal of. Was like, it? I, I should have was injected. Okay, that's where and I was then, heading. Did he yes, 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 get yes. the? Why did he get ejected? And then they eject that dumbass. Yeah, I was like, they ejected him. What for? What? Like, how does that hurt? How does that hurt the Eagles? It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. Number one. I mean, well, the, the reality is they probably t- told him to g- go away because he wasn't supposed to be out there in the first place. And no. apparently there was a story after that that the, the league was pissed that that he was even out there on the sideline. Yeah. Like, uh, so, yeah, and that they, they were going to call the Eagles and basically say, yay, are you, are, I mean, are we being serious right now? Get him off the sideline. Yeah. What is he doing there? Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't know and then why involved. he was that close to the field. But even if he wasn't close, I mean, at least have the dentist to move out of the way. That's not your job, Mr. Security. You know, no. you know, your seventeen dollars yeah. an hour uh, uh, paycheck. And then Greenlaw the nerve, suplexed him. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. The nerve of these fucking broadcasters, especially coming from Greg Golson. Yeah, that guy doesn't shut up. By the way, security guard is a freaking hero and all this bullshit. Like, dude, are yeah. you serious? Yeah. You should yeah. never put your hands on the damn player. Ever. See, yeah, it, I don't it, hear that was... because I, I mute my games. I, I've said this before. I watch all Niner games on mute because for that reason. Because when, in the past, when I used to hear Greg Olsen, the dude is still wearing a whole new play, and the guy's still talking and referencing the play before and giving his thoughts on it. I don't want to hear that. So I said, you know what? Forget it. I mute, the, I mute games is better. I'll, the only ones I don't mute I... is is when I watch the Mannings do their thing on ESPN. Just because yeah. I think they're funny, I'll watch that. But other than that, I don't care if you're Tony Romo or or Aikman Homo. I, I don't watch yeah. I, neither one of them. I love and I hated Peyton Manning as a player, but I love watching that show just because I love the fact that he gets so caught up in the game that he he's forgets like that he's on TV. Yeah, yeah, he forgets he's on TV, and he's just like, <laughs> and he, like I, he's sitting there, no, no. Yeah, yeah, and that—that's I love. I love get up and it. walk away sometimes. Yeah. I think he's hey, hilarious. And then, um, and then also too is uh, so like I had so I was um, like broadcasting the game, but not broadcasting the game. I had the KMBR on in the background with the scoreboard on my on my channel. Okay, and um, I just like my uncle went to go. Put it on, and he was listening to Greg Papa call the game over Greg Olson and whoever the hell was with him uh, calling the game. So I mean, shit, like start doing that stuff, man. Like get more views that way. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I know what you mean, Beto. Um, hey, I have a video for you, real quick. If we could play it, uh, it's what Ryan Clark said about the Niners uh, last night on. Where oh, do you have it on? Um. I have it on Twitter, but you want me to share the screen or do you want me to send it to you? Send it to me. Put it on our okay. chat. I'll bring it up. Okay. Just put it in our chat. 
Uh, real quick, I just want as right. he's doing that. I just was it a penalty? Was what? it a penalty? The oh, Drake for, Greenlaw. I don't think it was. No. Uh, roughing. I don't think it was. People no. might say we're biased because uh, we're Niner fans. I don't think it was. I don't but think I'll even take that though. He was inbounds and his feet was and, on the ground. Yep. And he wasn't going down. Like uh, so, I mean, how what was he supposed to do? He had to tackle him. Yeah. And he didn't is... even suplex. It wasn't even a real suplex. He just he didn't even his foot, his one foot was still on the ground. Like uh yep. and that so yeah, I don't even think that it was as bad as they were trying to make it. No. I agree. Uh, even if they would have given the 15-yard penalty, which I don't agree with, fine. But the whole ejection thing was really that was the, the rest really got soft there, man. They, I don't know what yeah. you know. Yo, there should. Can, can I ask you guys something too? Tell me yes, why. Sir. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't going to be a surprise after the game, but tell me why these Eagle fans are crying, complaining as if. Uh, we didn't get these penalties called on us, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm over here like saying the refs let them play because there was a lot of calls that weren't called on both sides. They let them yeah, play. They had, the exact same, they had the exact same number of penalty yards. Exact, and, then, yeah. and I think uh, they had two more penalties called against them, but uh, but they had the exact number of penalty yards. Yeah. Like, uh, so, I mean, what are we talking about? They're just crying because they got their ass. They see it's one thing losing, okay. Another thing is getting your ass whipped. Now they always talked about their thirty-one to seven uh, score against a no quarterback. When you have Christian McCaffrey, the running back, throwing the ball, okay. Um, but we played their best with our best, and that one of the things that was being preached: if we had a quarterback, it would be different, and. We went in there with a healthy quarterback that stood up for all four quarters, and the outcome was 42-19. to 19. Do- Domination of the Niners flexing, not only flexing, but slapping them so hard that their mamas felt it. Mm-hmm. You got that video? You got that, uh, you got that video? No, I, you never told me you sent it. I sent it to you in the group chat on Twitter. Uh, no, I don't. I don't have it open. Let me open it up. Um, Twitter. Let me set it up, guys, real quick. Um, yeah, um, um, yeah. So that shouldn't have been a penalty. That was bullshit. But the fact that you, I think people were kind of scared that after all that happened, that it was gonna, um, you know, light a fire under the Eagles' ass and like, you know, start something. But as soon as they scored yeah. that last like gimme touchdown that they they were able to get, uh, Purdy, Debo, and then Iron said, "Nope, not happening." And Debo took off and scored that touchdown. Yep, exactly. All right, let me let me know right away if you guys can hear it. Okay, here we yeah. go. The 49ers. unbeatable, meaning what? When they are whole. That's an when, important word, too. When they're a whole, when you have Trent Williams, yes. who's a skilled player to me, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. they are unbeatable. And I'm not saying this as hyperbole, no. though, Scott, because everybody's going to go, oh, Ryan, how do you say they're unbeatable? Anybody can lose. It's any given Sunday. I'm waiting. What I'm saying is, since they've been on the field together uh-huh. and started the game and finished the game, they have not lost. You are absolutely right. And you look at what they were able to do, Scott, and you talked about this. What was the number you gave us on beating the really good teams? What was it? Jacksonville, Dallas, Dallas Seattle. Jacksonville, Seattle, Philadelphia. Four really good teams. They beat them by 103 You beat points. them by 100. 103 points. You beat them by You get 100 in anything, it's good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You score 100 points in those games, it's good. They're but to beat, them beat by that. those teams that way, it shows you that in the biggest times against the best of competition, mm-hmm. this is when this team is the best. And when you look at them offensively, you say to yourself, oh, yeah, we're going to make this a fist fight, <laughs> right? Philly was saying, all that stuff y'all talked all season, we going to have to see about that. And you know what they said? What the kids say now? Bet. Bet. Uh, they showed up with that physicality. And I told you how I described it earlier. Yep. They're the most schematically intelligent, ignorantly violent group of individuals I've ever seen. Because you saw what RG drew up. That's difficult. 
for defenses to deal with. When you have a guy that's basically saying, look at me, look at me, look at me, that's only using being used as a decoy so Brock Purdy can find the open spaces. That is tough. But like then it. when they get the football in their hands, they are seeking contact. Yeah. They are seeking opportunities mm -hmm. to inflict pain on defenders, and I don't think that's like any other team in this league. They like gangster nerds? All the yeah, time. yeah, like gangster nerds. Gangster you, nerds. You are the only person on earth that can bring that analogy and it makes sense. <laughs> Philadelphia gangster nerds. There you go. Philadelphia. No. There you go, gangster nerds, ladies and That's gentlemen. So I love nerds. it. The, I'm telling you, the bully, bu the, the bully. You know, the, they're the bully kids on the block, and they're backing their shit up. They're backing. They're backing it up. Mm -hmm. They're they're playing great. Yes, we went through a a, a course of three losing games. We lost Trent Williams and Debo in that game. The game plan was around Debo. And we, you know, for all people want to say is Brock Purdy was able to, as bad as he played against the Browns, was still able to muster enough offensive plays to get the Niners in position to win the game by a 41-yard field goal, which is pretty much an mm -hmm. extra kick point. It wasn't like it was 65-yarder and our kicker missed it, and we lost that game. That wasn't on Purdy. Um, and we went through a slit. We lost three games. Renee. Uh, uh, we, we lost three, uh, three games in a row, and uh, it kind of got us to look back and see what changes we had to make. And from the point that we got Trent Williams and Debo back in the, in the lineup, with the addition of the changes on defense, um, this team hasn't looked back, and we've been dominating. And if we can remain healthy, I want to ask you guys as we as we're towards the end of the show because me and Brandon have to do another show at four uh, seven forty five. So the last question I'm going to ask you guys is this: Obviously, we want to win the first spot. It's okay, the first spot. Thank you. The first spot on um, be number one, get the buy. Instead of it's better to play two games than three. But let's say the Eagles beat the um, the Cowboys and the kind of the, that number one spot is, takes off from us. Does it matter where the Niners go and play if they play their type of football and they're healthy? Is there anybody that can stop the Niners, whether it's home or on the road? Uh, Pete. I don't think there's anybody that can beat this team if they are fully healthy, just like Ryan uh, just said. I, I, I think if everybody's fully healthy, there's no team in this league that can match them up person for person. It's 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 literally impossible to cover the entire field. And that's what the 49 the 49ers and Kyle make you cover the entire field. You're it and it's not it's not possible. So there's gonna be gaps. And the one thing that Purdy is is outstanding at is making the read and knowing and knowing where to go with the ball early before before he even snaps the ball because he's his anticipation is crazy. He's throwing balls before the uh, before the the receiver even gets out of his break. So no, I do, I don't think it matters where they go. They were just in probably the most hostile environment that you can get and as well as the the 49er fans they're going to travel yeah so it doesn't matter where you're at it doesn't matter where you're at good point like uh, good the, point it's not going to be it's not going to be as hostile of an environment uh like it doesn't matter where they are it's gonna it's not going to be as hostile of an environment as it would be for some other teams so there go ahead brandon You're muted. My bad, my bad. My That's all mic stand. <laughs> my bad. Yeah. Hey, the mic stand, though. Feel me. All right. Um, anyways, uh, no, I don't think uh, anybody can beat us at this point. I think we are on a red-hot streak right now like we were last year going into the playoffs. Um, I think we got what? We got Seattle next. We got – what else do we got? Baltimore, right? I think that's uh, we, we, we have Seattle, the Cardinals, Seattle, then Baltimore. on Christmas, on Christmas we have uh, Baltimore, okay. then the Washington Commanders, and then we finish it with uh, the Rams. The Rams. Yeah, dude, I, 
I have a strong, strong feeling that we could win out, um, especially with the way that these guys are playing. Um, as long as we stay healthy, too. Um, dude, I'm excited. Absolutely. Out. All right, guys, before we shut it down, um, I want to just take a moment to acknowledge a great friend, a great 49er fan, love his Niners, supporters his Niners, great podcast individual, a human being with the greatest heart. I got the honor to meet him in person and have breakfast with him and a couple of us. And uh, he was diagnosed with uh, stage four cancer. And he went into the hospital last Sunday, complication, and they sent him home on hospice. And he passed away two days ago. Uh, he lost his fight against cancer. Uh, now he's rooting for the red and gold up in heaven. So I want to take a moment in silence for our friend Corey Davis. Corey Davis, we love you. You will be missed, but never forgotten. We podcasters are going to do everything to keep your name live and well amongst each other and the 49er family. So let's all take a minute and uh, reverence uh, for our boy, uh, Corey Davis. Thank you, Corey Davis. You will always be loved. Uh, keep his family in prayer. Uh, it's difficult time, especially... I mean, you lose anyone at any time of the year. It's difficult, but it's a little bit more difficult. This is just maybe just my opinion because I have lost family, and mm-hmm. and, and uh, um, I lost my mom, you know, and I lost family and during the season. So um, it's tougher in my my opinion. But keep them in your prayers, the family. Thank you guys for tuning in, my boy Pete. Like always, uh, from uh, Niner Fanatic Podcast. We got my boy Brandon for Forever Fanatic, uh, Forever Podcast. Uh, so many names. I, I, you know what I'm going to start doing is just have you guys mention your own things. Probably better off. I'm a rookie here. But uh, anything real quick, Pete, you have anything going on on your show this week? Uh, no, I'm just going to do a uh, pregame and postgame uh, instant reaction show after the game, after the next game, and then uh, and then my normal Monday, Tuesday Tuesday with y'all. So, but I appreciate like, uh, make sure that you like and give a subscribe. Make sure that you tell a friend to tell a friend so we can be friends every day, every week. I love it. Yeah. Make sure to follow us, us three. We have, you know, we come together every Tuesday at 630. uh, But we are, we are on our individual channel. So make sure to support and like all our channels. Brandon, you have, besides tonight, you can mention tonight so they can follow us uh, real quick. What do you, what do you have going on your channel? So uh, go ahead and go over to Forever Faithful Podcast after this show, 7.45 uh, p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're going to go live right now to uh, talk about more about the Eagles-Niners game. And uh, later in the week, we'll uh, preview the Seahawks game. And then back here again with the boys, Pete and Betho, next Tuesday at 6.30. Yeah? Yeah, make sure to follow up. Me and Brandon will be going on his channel. We're going to be on my channel as well, but make sure to go to his channel, subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, uh, and hit the like button. Real quick, Brandon, how many subscribers do you have now, and how close are we to 500 to your goal? I am at 484. 484, guys. Let's help get Brandon to 500 uh, followers, subscribers. Let's chip in. Real quick, Pete, how many subscribers do you have? Uh, I believe I am at 357. All right, so let's get Pete to 400. Uh, so it, it takes you guys. So make sure to tell your friends on Facebook, everywhere, to tune in to uh, Pete's channel. Tune in to Brandon. If you don't forget, if you happen to forget the name of their channels, it's in the description below. All you got to do is click on it, go to all their platforms, and subscribe and follow. With that, we say goodnight. Thank you for being part of our show. We'll see you next 
Tuesday at 6.30. Go Niners. Go Niners. Four, three, two, one, zero.